Hi there, and welcome to the Accepted Authority podcast. My name is Greg Roweth, and I'm your host on this podcast each week, where we talk about how to grow your professional service firm, your consultancy firm, specifically around positioning yourself as the authority in the market. And that's what I've seen to be the most successful strategy for growing a successful consultancy firm. So in this podcast, we're talking about how you can build a market, build a client base that sees you as the authority and where you're able to build a level of demand in your client base so that they're coming to you already seeing you as the solution to their biggest problem in their business and wanting you to help them. So making the sales meetings that you have very simple and easy because they're already pre-sold and ready to buy. In this uh, week's episode, I want to focus on the results of a poll that I recently ran on LinkedIn. And that poll uh, pose the question to consultants of what is your biggest focus in sales and marketing for your consultancy firm right now? And there were four options that people were able to select from. The first one was getting more leads. The second one was in getting more meetings from the existing number of leads or even less leads than, um, than it requires now. The third one was to get a better strike rate on your sales um, from sales meetings. And the final one was winning more work from existing clients. Now, I wonder what you would say, and maybe you've got your own answer to that question, but the results of that were, well, to me, not really surprising, but I think how can I put it, they were showing a level of a lack of knowledge and lack of sophistication about winning sales and winning work for your consultancy firm. Now, let me tell you the results of that. The first option of getting more leads had the biggest number of votes. There were 56% of all votes went towards getting more leads. And the second one was the next highest with 28%, which was getting more meetings from fewer leads or less leads. The next one, the third one was then um, had a, a result of 11%, which was um, getting a better strike rate on sales. And the last one, winning more work from existing clients attracted only a 6% um, vote. Now, as I said, that is not a surprising result, but to me it's, it's actually in a reverse order to the way your focus should be. And you know, the votes from these um, people who put in the uh, their votes were not all from solo operators and, and people just getting started where you think, well, they don't have any work, so getting more leads is the natural focus. Most of the firms were larger businesses with you know, 10 or more employees 
So from that, you would assume that there is a level of work they, they, to have that number of people working on the team. There naturally needs to be a, a, a workflow, a cash flow, and um, yeah, a constancy, consistency about work coming in and work to be done. Now, if that's the case, then what I would suggest is that your primary focus should be on winning more work from your existing clients. They are surely the easiest clients to win work from. You already have established the level of trust. They've already trusted you to do at least one project with them. So why not focus efforts on winning more work from them? And this is an area that I think many consulting firms miss opportunities because they don't really have a, a sales focus. And that's natural because you know, all of us as consultants are pretty much focused on the skills we have around the work that we do. And more often than not, we're in delivery mode rather than sales mode. So our fake focus is on doing great work for our clients. And I think we can more often than not you know, put a feather in our cap around being good at what we do and doing work that satisfies our clients. Now, the, the, the point that is missing here and where I said that we don't typically have a sales focus is that we're not looking for the next work we can do for that client. When we're in delivery mode, our focus is on getting our work done, making sure the quality of our work is great. And maybe there's at the back of our mind a hope that our client will appreciate what we've done for them. And when they have another need, they'll think about us and come back and offer us more work. Now, that is a very reactive approach to making sales. And this is where I think consulting firms need to be more sales focused. And now if you listen to my podcast over the last couple of weeks, you'll realize that when I talk about being sales focused, I'm not talking about having a sleazy salesperson type of approach where you're pressuring people all the time looking for opportunities to sell to them. That's not what I'm talking about at all. What I'm talking about is looking at what else our client needs that we can do for them. What other problems do our clients have that we're good at solving? Now, if we have that focus, if we have the focus where we're concerned about the welfare of our clients, then we're looking for what else they need that we can help with. So when I said we need to have a sales focus, maybe that's putting the wrong emphasis on it a bit. We need to have a client concern focus. We need to be totally client focused in our approach so that even when we're in doing a project or doing work for a specific client, we're concerned about their welfare and what else they need. And when we can see that we are the best people to solve that problem for them, we need to raise that with them and offer to help. 
Now, then it's up to the client whether they take us up on that. But at least if we have that focus, then we're going to get more opportunities because more often than not, if there's a level of trust that we've built up with our clients and they see that we're generally concerned about their welfare, they will more often than not take us up on our recommendation. And that's what we're talking about. We see a problem. We see a way to solve that problem for our client and we recommend what needs to be done. They will more often than not take us up on that recommendation and naturally we will get more work and more sales. So the sales focus is from that perspective of having the greatest level of concern for our clients. And if we're just in there focused on doing a good job at our project that we're working on, if we're focused on completing that at a high level of quality, I'm going to suggest to you that that is not a client concern focus. That's really about us doing the job and getting paid, which inevitably results in not getting more work from a client, or at least not straight away. So turn your focus around from what you're doing and the work you're doing to being focused on your client and how we can help them to get a better result and a better outcome over the long term. Having that client welfare focus will win you more work. Now, coming back to my survey, 6% of the people who responded to that survey saw that as their main focus. So while that doesn't surprise me, in a way it shocks me that that is not the primary focus that we have as consultants. And the fact that we're looking for more leads, the majority of us are focused on getting more leads, more opportunities to sell our services to, indicates to me that we don't really understand the process of sales and marketing as it as it really applies in a professional environment. Because the two levels between getting more leads and getting more work from existing clients are about efficiencies, about achieving a higher level of sales or better sales strike rate from existing um, opportunities and also getting more work from fewer opportunities. That is about having a, a sales and marketing process that works effectively and efficiently. Now, the reality with those votes in that poll is something that I see generally across the board in consultancy firms that their sales and marketing process is not efficient and not really effective. And because of that, we see a number of well, disappointing outcomes. Now, one of those is that we spend far too much time writing proposals that don't succeed. So we're wasting time and, and people's resources on doing work that goes nowhere. And you may think that's just the way it is in consulting. That's what we have to live with. But my experience tells me different. My experience tells me there's a better way to do your marketing so that you're not as likely 
to be asked to do a proposal. And we've talked about this. Go back and, and listen to the last two podcast episodes where we focus on selling and how to sell effectively. But even before that, and the rest of the podcast, we're talking about being the accepted authority in the marketing process, coming to a sales meeting where you're already seen as the authority. And when you're in that position, you're much more likely to win a sale without having to write a proposal or at least writing proposals that don't succeed. So if you are interested in getting more sales and the you know the, another disappointing outcome of not having an effective sales and marketing process or system within your firm is that you often win work from clients who are less than ideal clients now that comes about because we're attracting or you know we're we're doing a lot of hard work or we see it as hard work to get an opportunity. So we don't want to lose any of those opportunities where possible. So even if the client is difficult or they ask us to do things that are less than ideal, where we have to come up with new ways of working and, and doing new things for clients, while that generates revenue for us, I've seen many situations where it doesn't generate extra profit. It actually costs more money to do that work than, than that client is worth. Now, you might say we're investing in the future. We're building additional capability. We're, we're creating new revenue streams, new opportunities. But how often do you do that? And then how often do you actually get the opportunity to repeat that sort of work that you've invested all this time and effort to gain these new skills. What I've seen is that often is a one-off and every new client becomes a new problem for you to take on a process of learning how to work with that client effectively so that you can deliver the solution that the client is looking for, but it makes your business inefficient and makes your business more costly to run, makes your business more difficult to manage because you need people with, with high-level skills to be able to have the ability to work out how to do things without it being something that you typically do in your business. So when you take on any client, if we can put it that way, and are willing to do any work, to earn revenue, your business is becoming harder to manage, less efficient and less profitable. So if you can build a marketing system that helps you win more work from better clients with fewer opportunities, you have more opportunity to pick and choose who you want to work with. You have more opportunity to work on the most profitable work and with the most enjoyable clients. So in any marketing system, that's my focus to bring in leads that are better clients for us. I want to work with the best clients. I want my marketing efforts 
to produce opportunities with my premium level clients more often than not. So building a sales and marketing system that attracts those people, those organizations to provide opportunities for us to grow and and build a firm efficiently with less need for higher level talented people. That is the better business model in my opinion. Now, the third area of getting a better strike rate on sales is very closely aligned to that previous one, but that probably comes down to getting better at selling. Having the selling skills to take advantage of the opportunities that come to you, and that is a a very important focus as well. And we've spent the last two weeks covering that process in the podcast of how to sell effectively, how to sell with power instead of pressure, which often comes in with a lack of sales skills. And what I see is that people who are very skilled at helping clients make the best decision for them, and again, having that client concern focus, if our focus is on how can we help our clients make the best decision for them, then we'll be better at selling. Where it's our need driving the process, where we have a need to make a sale, that and we, we're not so skilled at selling, those two factors drive pressure. They create pressure for us that is conveyed to the client. So having a sales situation, as much as you don't like pressuring and pressure sales, I guarantee that most consultants still sell with a pressure model. And I talked about selling with a power model last in the last episode, so go back and listen to that if you want to know more about that. So we come to the final well, the first, but the final question on this poll of getting more leads. Now, yes, this is important, but really to me, it is the last thing to focus on because if we can get better at winning more work from better quality clients, winning more sales from the opportunities we have, and attracting better quality clients to those sales meetings, well, we need fewer leads to make our business successful. But when we have that foundation built in, we can then scale our business by getting more leads. So rather than have the focus on how do we get more leads to grow our business, which may be problematic. It may make our business less efficient, more costly to, to run and difficult to manage. Let's tidy up the processes that we already have control over. How do we get the clients into a sales meeting so they're the right clients? How do we get better at being concerned about their needs so that we can sell more of those opportunities? And then how can we get better at serving our clients with a concern for their welfare so that we can win more work from them? When we have those foundations in place, then we can scale our business with more leads. 
But I want to suggest to you that having a focus on getting more leads is the wrong focus and it really is the last thing you should be thinking about in terms of growing your business successfully. So have that approach of if we can be more concerned about our clients' welfare, what would that mean for our business? How would our business operate if that was our primary focus? If we were less focused on getting more leads to grow our business and more focused on how can we improve the welfare focus that we have for our clients and make sure that they understand that's our focus, make sure they really are getting it because they can feel it from us. They can see that our primary focus is their long-term welfare. The whole dynamics of your business will change. Instead of having to find more leads, you'll be attracting more leads. You'll be so attractive that people will come to you wanting to work with you with far less effort going into finding more leads. So I think I'll leave it there for this podcast episode. I've been on a bit of a rant today. Maybe that's come across. But hopefully you see why I'm so passionate about having a client welfare focus and what a difference that makes to how your business operates and how that drives lead generation rather than having a focus on how can we find more people to sell to. Make sure your focus is on your clients and their welfare, not your success. Your success is an outcome of making your clients successful. Your success is a result of doing everything right for your clients because when you do that, you create the ultimate marketing system where your clients basically will end up doing the selling for you. So I'll leave it there for today. My name's Greg Roworth. You can find me if you want to know more and get access to some free information on my website at businessflightpath.com. Or look me up on LinkedIn or Facebook. Just do a search for Greg Roworth and you can't miss it. Reach out to me. I'd love to talk to you. If you see yourself in anything that I've talked about today, if you have that feeling that, yeah, we're one of those people where we're not optimizing our ability to grow our business and we're not attracting the right sort of clients, I understand. I was totally like that before I found a better way. And since doing that, since making that breakthrough, I've been able to help hundreds of clients achieve the same level of success in turning around their focus and turning around their results. So if you're interested in knowing how to do that, reach out to me. You'll be able to reach out on LinkedIn or through my website. And I'd love to talk to you. So Let's get our focus on our clients' welfare, making sure that's what we're here for and being the accepted authority in your field. That's it for today's episode. Greg Roworth out.